0: Y'all, welcome to another great late-night podcast. I'm your... That's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, you're still going to keep it. Yeah, sure, Just go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all, it's been a long night, but welcome to another late-night podcast with Bridget and Holly. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Bridget. And before we get started, y'all, make sure if you have not yet hit that subscribe and notification bell, please do so so you can tune in every Tuesday, every Friday for our new podcast shows. Tonight, we're going to be doing a podcast on on the most rare and weird phobias that you've likely never heard of before. There's going to be some that you're going to be like, oh yeah, I've heard of that. But as we're talking about these, there's going to be some where you're like, oh my God, I am that. So we're going I to start with you. And Bridget is going to tell us a little bit about phobias.
1: Yeah, so first of all, guys, there are over 500 named phobias, okay? That's crazy. It is. It is. And we're all, I've got some that I didn't realize I had when we started doing these lists that I'm like, I got that. I got that. And sometimes a phobia is not necessarily, you know, like a scared to death fear. It's just like, oh, you know, a cringing, like don't like it, don't care for it. So uh, uh, commonality. Phobias are quite common. It's estimated around 12% of people will experience a specific phobia at some point in their life. Okay, that is true. Phobias can develop from a variety of factors, including genetics, brain chemistry, life experiences, and traumatic events. Okay, mm-hmm. there's diverse types of phobias. They're incredibly diverse. They 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 come from social phobia to public a uh, fear of public places, which is agoraphobia. We're we're gonna have trouble pronouncing some of these, I'm sure. Um, just bear
0: with
1: us. <laughs> yeah, there, it's evolutionary. Some psychot- psychiatrists believe that certain phobias, like fears of snakes and heights, may have an ele- a, a, um, evolutionary basis. Okay, so in other words, that's something that come from our ancestors, basically. Um, and and it's it's just one of those things that's pretty common. So if you have one, don't feel like, you're weird because yeah don't think you're alone yep no
0: and did you know fun fact that more women are likely
1: to have phobias than men Mm. i wonder why but i think it's because we're overthinker well like we're more we're more thinkers you know what i'm saying yeah and that does make sense
0: because as a female you know we take care of the house we take care of the kids where you know making sure you know dinner's on the table and we we're non our brains are non-stop thinking about what we do for our kids and our husband and make our family right so i that that makes sense as to why we are we have more phobias
1: yep i think so you want to go ahead with your first one
0: okay so y'all i've never heard of this before Bear with me again as I try to say this, but it's called Arachibutaphobia. Spell it. A-R-A-C-H-I-B-U-T-Y-R-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Arachibutaphobia, which is a fear <laughs> of peanut butter. Sticking to the roof of your mouth. Now, it is a rare phobia, but it says it can stem from a greater phobia of like sticky things or the fear of choking. It may also stem from like, as Bridget said earlier, some phobias are caused by traumatic events. This could be coming because of a traumatic incident with peanut butter, such as choking on it or even being allergic to it and i kind of can see that because <laughs> peanut butter is so thick that it does it just it sticks so i could imagine i don't have a fear of it but i could imagine having a wad stuck to the roof of your mouth and you can't hardly swallow and and get it down but i i
1: I didn't think that that would be a fear with mm-hmm. peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, people sometimes have that. And I had that down as yes. one of mine. Um another one is is, is a weird phobia. It's called Ergophobia. E R G O P H O B I A. Ergophobia. It's a fear of work. I know a lot of people that have that. <laughs> I know a
0: lot of people that have that too, and that's a <laughs> damn shame. But that, that should suffers- not be a
1: phobia. I know, but sufferers of ergophobia experience undue anxiety about the workplace environment, even though they realize their fear is irrational. So it could be just the fact of actually having to go to work or the environment around work, or sometimes the people that you have to work with. But yeah, Yeah. it's a fear of work.
0: That probably could tie into other fears too, like social anxiety and stuff and being claustrophobic because you're you know around all these people and it's making you feel closed in so I bet, I bet it ties in with a lot of different other ones um another fear is and i know i have this because it's called arrhythmophobia and that's the fear of numbers so people with this fear usually experience anxiety associated with doing math or dealing with numbers in general versus fear of actually seeing the number symbols. <laughs> I do not like sixes. I do not like triple sixes. I don't like fives. Like I, I know I've got to hide that. Cause if I see, if I go to the store and something is rang up and it's $6 and 66 cents, Oh no, you can bet I'm going to get a, a candy bar, a soda or something. Cause I'm not, giving you six dollars and sixty six cents. But that mm-hmm. is um also a pretty common fear, um, as well with people. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I have that. How about that?
1: Hmm. I don't like six 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 either, but I think it's more of the the omen behind it more than it is like, oh, I'm just afraid of numbers kind of thing. But I know Yeah that
0: like. is that's a mixture of mine too. Yeah, because I feel like that's just evil. You a know, and it's like Ugh.
1: Mm-hmm. So there's one called Taphophobia. T A P H O P H O B A. Taphophobia. And it's the fear of being buried alive. Wow. I would have never thought that's what they would call it. Mm-hmm. But you know, they said a lot of times that stems from negative or traumatic events like being buried in the sand on the beach for fun and being left for hours. Uh, things like that. Like if if you've ever been in a situation where you were trapped, like like I said, a little bit of claustrophobia. But if you were ever in a situation, uh, you could develop that over time uh, oh and just my be God. afraid of being buried alive. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think I would like being buried in the sand and being packed in it either. I think that would make me feel very. Mm, you know. uh,
0: yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, <laughs> this one, yeah, but I tell you, I laughed so hard. Because in my head, I'm sitting here thick with Sorry if that um, freaked any of y'all out. I already but, know what you're going to say, but
1: go ahead.
0: Yep. It's hippopotamonstrosis quip de la, la phobia, And I'm not even going to spell it. But it's a fear of long words. Mm-hmm. This may occur while reading aloud in front of the class as a child. The phobia can also be common in people with dyslexia now i get that you know fear of you know reading in front of the class because i used to be like that when i was younger but right. it didn't give me a fear of long words and when i saw that i was like oh my god and i'm i have a few friends who are dyslexic yeah and it makes me want to ask them like are you if i say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, is that gonna freak you out you know like yeah that's crazy. Well,
1: and that I have that word too, and it said sometimes they can have that fear because they're they have feelings of shame or fear of being ridiculed for mispronouncing a long word.
0: Oh, that makes sense too.
1: Yep. But yeah, so it's not actually seeing them; it's having to same So there's another one called uh, gamophobia, and gamophobia is the fear of marriage, relationships, or commitment in general.
0: I had that one on my list too.
1: And you know what? I think I think my boys, I think all my kids have gamophobia. Really? the reason, yeah, yeah, you gotta realize, uh, my son's thirty three, never been married. Uh, my other son's thirty, never been married. He's engaged, but the, the, hadn't seen the, anything about a marriage yet. And my daughter is twenty five and not engaged or married. Um, oh wow! But I, when my kids were young. I really, really pounded it into them, you know, because I, I went through marriage and divorce. So, so we talk about the reason these phobias can come is because of a traumatic event or things like that. And I yeah. think they have it because I've always pounded in them. Make sure you find the right person. You don't want to get married to get divorced. Uh, you don't want to construct your life and then have to deconstruct it and get married again because that's a hard thing. It's a yeah. hard thing building a life with somebody and then having the rug pulled out under you and then it having to tear down that life and rebuild it. You
0: yeah, know? like, you know, 10, 15 years has gone by, 20 years, yep. and here you are, got, got to start all over. It's, it's very scary, very yeah. scary.
1: So they say people with gamophobia are not really scared of the commitment. They're more scared of a painful breakup, divorce, or abandonment. Um, in that it makes them reluctant to commit to someone. Um, but you know, you can overcome it. But my thing is that I, I think that's a common fear. I bet you that's a common oh, yeah. fear about, among people. No, no. doubt. I wouldn't,
0: I, I would say hands down, that's got to be a common fear.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, because looking back on it, I could say I was like that with my first marriage. You know, like uh, that's completely understandable um yeah that's so sad it's sad um my next one (laughs) that i have is called ablutophobia which is the fear of bathing ablutophobia may result from a traumatic event involving water or a fear of getting wet in some cases the phobia is related to aquaphobia which is the fear of water. So they run neck and neck. But good God, I would not want them to have that fear because your girl ain't walking around smelling like a $2 hooker. Uh Well,
1: what's interesting is, I wonder if my daughter has some kind of form of that fear because let me tell you about her. She loves the ocean. She loves the water. She's a water bug. She loves to swim. But she cannot stand to get wet with clothes on. Huh? Yeah. If you splash her with water and her shirt gets wet, it makes her stick yeah. on her stomach. Really? Mm-hmm. She can't. She can't do it. She it, it like, you know, it makes her. She just, yeah. Like, you know, she can't stand it. If she, have you ever like stood at the kitchen sink and leaned up against it and got water on your shirt? Oh, I cringe. I can't stand. Okay. I'll be washing dishes and get a huge water spot, and I'm
0: like, oh, and it makes me go in there and change. I can't stand it. Well, see, that's her. That's her. Yeah, me and sister got the same thing then because I love the water too. Now, I can't swim. And I I do have a fear of water, even though I love to go to the beach and I love to get into the swimming pool. But one of my biggest fears, and you haven't been with me, you'll eventually see it one day, I'm sure. But I damn near have a panic attack when I go over bridges. because. I you do too, yes, girl. And if somebody's driving, I have to close my eyes and I'll rock and I'll just hum or, or something. I, I can't e- even look. But at mine does not have tunnels. to do with the
1: water. It has to do with feeling unstable to me. It's like <gasps> my breath. It wants to take my breath away.
0: Oh, mine is like because I can't swim. Is the bridge just collapsing and? You, you, you can't save yourself because you can't swim. And then going under tunnels or in tunnels that are underwater, yep. when we went to Detroit, oh my God, I thought Heather was going to smack me and knock me out. It was so bad because you could see the water leaking in that damn tunnel. I'm like, how was that safe? How was yep. that safe? That was so yep.
1: scary. Well, you mentioned tunnels. Mine's parking decks, bridges and parking decks.
0: <laughs> oh really? Now wait, like what? What is? Is it the like closeness in the the parking deck or?
1: I think so, and it's the fact that when you're in a parking deck, the roof is real small, and you feel like you're just you're you like <gasps> packed in there. Yeah. And I'm all, now if you if you if I I will panic through it till we get to the top. Now if I'm at the top of the parking deck, I'm fine, and we're out in the open again. Because I don't know, I and my husband laughed at me. I said, "Well, at least if it collapses, we're on the top deck; and we'll exactly. survive." And he said, "He said probably exactly. not." <laughs> he said, "Probably not." So, but my thing is, it's like I don't know. As soon as I go in, I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, oh god, I can't look, I can't breathe. And and over bridges, I do the same thing. Like when I cross over a bridge, you could not, you could not get the finest thread up my
0: booty hole my booty hole gets so tight going up the, uh, over bridge. you can see my nail imprints me too and my hands from gripping the steering wheel so damn tight and the thing you said about the parking i can see that too because i be scared like that it could cave in and it does give you claustrophobic because i have felt like that and especially the higher up you go it's like it's like, dang, I'm having trouble breathing like the higher up like that's so scary.
1: It is. It is. Oh, I can't stand it. oh uh, okay a, a, I know. <laughs> I know. It's it's like it's it's weird how many of these we have. Uh-huh. It's co okay, another one is called Somni Somnic somnip- Somniphobia. S-O-M-N-I-F-O-B-I-A. Somnophobia. And it's the fear of falling asleep. It says some people with somnophobia may be worried or obsessed throughout the day about how they can avoid sleep. They are afraid of what may happen when they fall asleep, such as nightmares or sleepwalking.
0: That is completely understandable because you see, I probably have a touch of that because you see how broken up my sleep is. I can sleep off and on in the daytime, and there are some times where I'll fall asleep on you like at night and stuff, but then I'm up in like an hour or two, but I hate sleep. I do. Like, I don't know if I'm afraid I'm going to miss something, and then your brain gets to working, and it's like, what if you don't wake up the next morning, and right, dang, that's another phobia I got for sure. Look how many we already realized we have. I <laughs> ain't hey. Like, hey. Fuck a Dr. Bill. You got Dr. Bridget and Holly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, let's see. I got so many. There's so many. And they're all so good. Um, oh, now this next one that I'm going to read, I think Tammy and JoJo have a little fear of this, but it's not. I, I'll read it first and then I'll tell you what I mean. So it's called Oh, okay. Let's see. oompa ompalophobia, which is, that is a afraid fear of belly I know, right? That's not... it's either ompa or oompa ampalo, ampalophobia, which is a fear of belly buttons. People with ampalophobia will avoid seeing or touching belly buttons, even their own. They might even put a bandage over their belly button to avoid looking at it. They will sometimes avoid places where belly buttons might be exposed like the beach. Now, Tammy and JoJo are not like that, but they cannot stand for anything to go in their belly button. And even when they wash, they don't stick their finger in their belly button to wash it because they said it makes their stomach hurt and it freaks them out. I don't have a problem with it. I can stick my finger and wash my belly button
1: fine. Yeah, I do my I do my belly button with alcohol and a co-
0: and a Q-tip. Oh, do you now? Uh-huh. Do you not like using a a wash rag? Does it freak you out, or are you just like just doing the alcohol because it's more sanitary?
1: Well, I do use the washcloth, but I'll be honest with you, I have such a little tiny belly button you can't even hardly get your finger in there.
0: You know, mine too. Like if I put my pinky in there, I'm only going to get like that much of my pinky in my belly button. I don't. I think. Can
1: I be honest? I think it's because it. we're fat. I think it's because we're fat.
0: I think. It's... You are not fat, ma'am. You have lost I'm... like seventy-two pounds.
1: I'm fine. probably still, more by you know, now. I probably need to lose another seventy-two, darling.
0: Y'all don't listen to her. She's beautiful listen. the way she is.
1: I, oh, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm which is not fat. Don't get me wrong, but yes, I'm fat. Anyhow, uh, you got trypophobia. Tripophobia, y'all. It's a fear of holes. It's it's actually that one is actually linked to OCD, and researchers have found that people with tripophobia are more likely to experience other conditions too, such <laughs> as depression and anxiety. Oh, wow. Yep. And I, me and my daughter both have it, but I'm going to show y'all some pictures. You might have it too. Something like that. Look at this. Like, <laughs> Wait, cut that out.
0: Look at this. Oh God, my look bottle this. is like puffed up so tight. I like, got oh gosh. So you have
1: it too. Look at this. Look at this, y'all. Look at this. Oh God,
0: no, 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 no. no.
1: Like, look at this. Look at this, y'all. Look at this. <laughs> is that real? I don't know. No, I don't think it is. I think it's done with makeup, but at the same. Oh. Why does that keep happening in here? Oh! Oh! You have oh, that, it, Holly. You have Tripophobia. You have Tripophobia.
0: Oh, God.
1: And welcome to uh, Tripopphobia. I have it, too. So you now have... It's linked to your OCD. You must have OCD. And you probably have anxiety and depression. <laughs>
0: uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that occasionally. That's for sure. Our Spotify I people, lie. you
1: can't see the pictures I showed, but I tell you what, go look it up. It's, see see how you feel about it when you see them.
0: Bridget, pictures. I literally feel nauseous now. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I got to
1: throw up. See, it does. You have I it. I feel like i got phobia. to throw
0: up. And speaking a... of that, my next phobia I'm about to talk about, which I know I have, and it's called... A um, metaphobia, which is the fear of throwing up. Metaphobia, and it's spelled. I only want to spell it because I might be saying it wrong, and you might know how to say it the correct way. But it's e m e t o p h o b i a. So a me, a metaphobia or a metaphobia. A metaphobia. I've got I'm it on my list
1: too.
0: hmm. And um, I do have a fear of throwing up because first of all, <clears throat> nobody likes to throw up. Second of all, I cry when I throw up and I definitely get that from my mom. Me and my mama, we, and well, even Jojo and y'all, it's so weird for her to not be my, my blood child that you would think I was her biological mom. Cause she's so much like me. That's just so weird, but it, it's just terrifying because when you throw one up, it's like, is it going to stop? And then it can stop and you're still dry even and you're in so much pain. Your chest hurts. Your throat hurts. It's, it's, it's horrible. Like that is one of my biggest fears, especially when I get, get sick. And I'm like, oh, God, please don't let me throw up. Please, Lord, please, God, don't let me throw up. Like I will pray from here to the high heavens. Please don't let me throw up. And if I've got Finnegan, I will pop me a Finnegan to keep that vomit down.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, do you know that people with ametophobia, I'm going to call it that as well, they can actually avoid seeing vomiting on TV or movie shows because if they see it, they want to do it. Or they obsess over the location of bathrooms because they're always afraid they might throw up. They avoid anything that smells bad, avoid hospitals or people being sick. Or they, they avoid hearing the words like vomit or the sound. You know. Yes. Um, they may use they may use antacids uh excessively or avoid places where they're afraid of getting sick.
0: Yeah, and do you know that that can also be linked to being anorexic? Um oh. ametophobia that can also stem from being um anorexic and uh bulimic. Yeah, anorexia
1: and bulimic. I didn't know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm,
1: I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, I
0: thought that was wild.
1: Yeah, so y'all, there's another one called, I have this. <laughs> <laughs> to say, well, I we have do, this. don't we? We do. Right. Okay, so another one is called syngenzophobia. S-Y-N-G-E-N-E-S-O-phobia phobia. What is it's that? A, it's, it's a fear of relatives. What? Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm scared of and don't like any of my.
0: <laughs> oh my god! There but, is a phobia for fear of relatives.
1: Yes, yeah, someone's I, do su- I don't have that one on my list. Really? It says someone suffering from this condition can expect to experience a high amount of anxiety from merely thinking about their relatives, let alone seeing them. Oh. In fact, their anxiety may be so intense that they may endure a full-blown panic attack as a result. Although what? such an influx of anxiety will not always be the case for everyone, people suffering from cygenophobia, it is very plausible to occur. Any of these symptoms to occur? Do Panic you feel treatment.
0: like that? Like, do you feel like you get anxiety or anything if you think about? Not, not my, not things? my
1: husband or his family or my. Children, not your
0: immediate, yeah.
1: But my dad's side of the family or my mom's side of the family. First of all, I was estranged from my mom's side of the family, so the idea of seeing or meeting any of those or being around them, I, I don't like it. And my that would dad's just be
0: awkward the- at this point
1: yeah I know and my dad's side of the family I was uh, estranged from all of them pretty much except for my Aunt Kathy and my Grandma Helen and I love them I love them but the rest of them I was estranged from because as I've told y'all before I don't mind sharing it my husband's always like I can't believe you share that so openly, honey. And I said, he said, is that hard for you? And I said, no. I said, I was a victim. But I was uh, molested by my uncle when I was young. And the rest of my family went to his defense. And my dad was like, no. Nah, uh-uh. He stole my daughter's innocence. I have nothing to do no. with him. Everybody else wanted him to make up and be okay with it. So we pretty much left the rest of the family at that point, And we never really talked much to them since then. And don't um, blame you one bit either. Mm-mm. Not one so. bit. So, it pretty much was just my dad, my grandma, and my aunt Kathy. That was my family. But, uh, no, n- my close immediate family, I'm not. But if you start telling me I'm going to have to go see or meet or run into some of my distant family, no, I'm, yeah. good. I'm scared of that. <laughs> like yeah, that. you're
0: like, I'm good. I've been away from you for this long. I'm
1: good. I don't care to be around you.
0: Um, I thought <laughs> this was cute. <laughs> and I had to write it down. And I can imagine little kids being this way. Maybe some adults. But it's called Boogie Phobia. It's the fear of the boogeyman. And it says, Sometimes the fear of the mythical boogeyman continues into adulthood. But let's be honest, who doesn't still get the urge to check under their bed from time to time? This girl does. Not surprisingly, dysphobia is likely a result of watching one too many scary movies or parents telling their children the
1: boogeyman is going to come and get them. Oh, And I do. I even, see, yeah, I, I can see that with parents telling their kids
0: that. Yeah, and even as an adult, I probably do have a touch of boogie phobia because I I don't know what it is I can watch. This, especially... Good God Almighty! Especially watching Jeepers Creepers. I don't know what it is about that movie, but if I'm laying in my bed and it's dead silent and it's I keep the light off, I I don't know my I start hearing things and I'll take my phone and I'll go to look under my bed and I will pull myself back and I'm like I can't do it, I can't do it. What if I what if I bend over and something's just gonna grab me? And I you know I should have looked up a phobia for it because it, it's probably one. Do you know I have a fear of closet doors being open when I go to bed? Really? Yep. And I meant to look and do some research to see if there was a phobia for it. <laughs> but I cannot and will not go to sleep if the closet doors are open. They have to be closed.
1: Okay. That's called entamophobia. Weird. Really? And, God, um,
0: please tell me it tells me why I'm like that
1: well, I'd have to do some research on that, but
0: I would didn't tell you how like the other ones told us that it stems from dang because I, I it have like, to do
1: it has to do with worry fear and anxiety though
0: well, yeah, and I could say that because there are fears and um worrying which give me anxiety <laughs>
1: yep. That is something. That That's is
0: something. Nothing traumatic happened to me in a closet when I was little. You know, I mean, my little that rendezvous. you know
1: of. You might have been little, and you're you have an older brother. They might have locked you in the closet when you was a kid.
0: No, none of our closets locked. It was the sliding doors. The oh. only thing that happened to me in my my um closet, and we'll discuss this possibly on a future podcast oh, You know, My Little Rendezvous with Teddy, but that's for a whole nother, other podcast. But other than that, <laughs> nothing traumatic to why I'm afraid of. Maybe that stems from watching too many scary movies as well, like The Boogeyman.
1: Could be. Because, you know, they oftentimes come out of the closet. You know what I'm saying? That's
0: true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It just dawned on me. You know, my favorite, favorite scary movie is Poltergeist. And that movie come out when I was like probably four or five. I literally have been watching that movie since I was probably five years old and that little bitch gets sucked into the closet. That's
1: why that's you what they, that's what it is.
0: That's that's what it is, because Carolyn gets sucked into the closet, into the a whole nother realm. But see we talked it out. We 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 just
1: diagnosed we, you and we figured out yes. why you have what you have. I tell but you that I couldn't thank you enough.
0: Uh, please send me the bill in the mail. Hopefully, <laughs> you'll go easy on me because I'm your best friend. $999. dollars eleven point five cents. cents
1: Yeah, <it's>, this is <laughs> free 99 <I'm> <laughs> But wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, so there's another one, y'all, that I have again. <laughs> <laughs> I love but- this. And you can could, you could ask Holly because I, one time we was on a podcast and I, I got her for this one. But mine is uh, it's called misophonia. And it's the fear or or an intolerance to repetitive noises. So if you're sitting here and you're doing... Yes, it drives her crazy. I'm like, stop, stop it, stop she it. She like, it's like nails on it. a chalkboard. Yep, yeah, I can't stand it. Anything repetitive like that, if you're sitting there and you're, you're tapping your pen... I'm like, Ugh. or kids crying. Like if you get a kid who's crying in public in a monotone way, like, Ugh. 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 <laughs> oh, I want to shut the hell <laughs> up. Yeah, I hate it. I'm, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what, Bridget?
0: With that, what was the name of that one again? Misophonia. Misophonia. So. I remember when me, me and you were talking about this either last night or the night before, and I was telling you I think that I have that too. But this is what's so weird, okay? I can sit here and click a pin. I can sit here and do my nails on the table, but if I hear anybody else do it, I I cringe. I can't sit like Dr- Jason likes to beat on stuff a lot, like playing like he's playing the drum and he'll beat on the steering wheel or he'll beat on the dashboard. I'm like, oh my god, will you please stop that? is yeah. so annoying. It, it's making me cringe. Yeah. So if I do it, I'm okay. But anybody else, uh-uh. uh, I, I, it, it's like nails on a chalkboard, which well, is another thing. I a couple of questions
1: to ask you. If you're watching TikTok, you're fine with it. But if you, if JoJo's watching it and flipping through it and flipping through it, does it bother you?
0: It does because oh my God, when Jason used to do it, because JoJo's the one that got us started on TikTok. And then at that time, because she told us about it, we took her off of TikTok. So it was like, you know, she was like, dang it. You know, because she was so young. But um, but he started off on TikTok way before I did. And I'm like, what are you listening? Like, oh, my God, please, you got to quit listening to that video. You, you driving me crazy. You making my stomach hurt.
1: Well, that's it. You've got misophonia too. You got the touch
0: of misophonia. You think maybe we can get disability for this? <laughs> <laughs> we can get us a check.
1: I wish.
0: I know, right? Um. Oh, my turn ain't it. Um. So, okay. <clears throat> I am so glad I do not have this fear, and it's called. Pluto-phobia, the fear of money. This is what it says. People with I this fear... I you were going
1: to tell me the fear of Pluto. I, I know. Right, I was-
0: that's what um, when I first saw it. I was like, wait, what? But it says, people with this fear may potentially sabotage their careers to avoid making more money or becoming wealthy. The fear of becoming wealthy may stem from a fear of the responsibilities and pressures associated with it or the fear of being the victim of a robbery. I can kind of see that. Like if you know, somebody look at you, they think you got money and they rob you or like kidnap you or something like that for ransom. But, the way the world is now, and the way prices are, and it, it, you know, people living paycheck to paycheck and it just struggling. Uh, this girl right here ain't never gonna have no plutophobia. I welcome money, okay? I welcome the
1: dollar, dollar bill. Me too. I don't. I don't have. Mm I don't have that. Mm no. no. So there's another one called a Anup- <laughs> wait, what? a Anupt, Anuptophobia. <laughs> spell that one. A N U P T A oh phobia. Anuptophobia. P O phobia it's phobia. A- N A-N-U P T A phobia. You know what I thought you said?
0: I what? thought you said a nut <laughs> like, a phobia.
1: That's not my bit. Let me get her to spell it. That might not be what she's saying. A <laughs> phobia but those oh, people with a nuptia phobia is a, it's a fear of being single, and they often find Ooh. themselves in relationships where they move fast and then it fizzles out, uh, you know, or or you you they they're that way because they've been in a miserable relationship, um, but they don't they have a fear of being alone, and I I would say I oh. know a lot of people with that because as soon as they're in one relationship. They are in, in a relationship, they're in another
0: one. You know, I mean I I'm I'm being completely honest with you. Like, I don't want to be alone. I do have a tiny fear of being alone. And I think my fear is not to have somebody love me, although it's nice to have somebody love you. <laughs> but I think my fear is to be home alone and something happen and nobody's here to help me you know or if I'm sick and not feeling good if I fall in the shower or something like that that's the that is a fear of mine and it was so funny because me and Tammy were talking the other day and you know she's with somebody I'm with somebody and she literally said you know if anything was to happen in this relationship, she wouldn't want another man, and I was like, wow, really, and she was like, yes, she was like, I would just be by myself, and I know she gets that from my mama, because when my daddy died, my mama did date for like two years, but this guy was their best friend growing up, like he was a family friend, and after that, mm -mm. and we would try and set her up, and like, Mama, don't you want to go out with this guy? And she's like, leave me the hell alone. She's like, I'm good. She's like, I don't need a man. She's like, I don't want a man. She's like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I love that they both are strong like that. And I hope as I get older, I'm I'm the same way, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be alone as in just nobody around. You know, I could deal with, you know, if I got people coming over and family visiting and and stuff like that, but that my biggest fear is you're home alone, and just something just bad happens, you know.
1: Well, I got t- I got three things you can get to help you out with that. You need your Life Alert, okay? That way, if you fall and you can't get up, you can hit the button that's you true your, you need your pit bull and a pew pew
0: that way if somebody breaks in you you got you you can fix it okay a pit bull and a pew pew. you know my next door um neighbor she's known me since i was i was born she you know she we all grew up in the same neighborhood and i love her to pieces and i'm down as her life alert emergency oh. you know and i thought that was so sweet because she had she had came over and um and we were talking about it. She said, "Can I put you down?" I was like, "Oh God, yeah, you know." And she, yeah, I got her cell number. She's got mine. And like, I, I love that woman to death. Like, I I love her being our neighbor. And she's been our neighbor bef- before I was born. But um, I've often thought about that as I get older. Of I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna sound horrible. Of getting a life alert. 'Cause you never know you had that sucker right there and somebody come up on you, Oh uh, yeah, go ahead, I'll hit this life button so
1: fast. Well, it's good to have it, especially if you're older and alone. Now I'm yeah. like you said Tammy's the one that said she wouldn't get in a relationship again. Yep. Oh see I wouldn't either.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say and you said that too, like mm-hmm. again, this is why I tell you why you remind me so much mm-hmm. of, of my mama that it it's insane, like that's that's crazy but i love it in a good way as well but
1: you gotta think you gotta think i am somebody like my husband he drove a truck for 30 some years i'm here sunday through thursday most of the time by myself and i don't turn tv on i don't have anything on while he's not here but yeah he's am-
0: got a pew pew so don't be thinking of it, okay Yeah, I'm
1: perfectly... Yeah, I had a pit bull. And I'm perfectly content by myself.
0: And she's got a friend who can put the pedal to the metal real quick to get to her.
1: Yeah, and I'm just not... I'm not one that... Like, the thought to me, the thought of having to nurture another relationship, tolerate Uh another man, teach another man, mm -mm, I ain't all about that. I just want to be alone. I actually would go... If I went out to dinner with a guy... Let's say something happened to me and Miss Ronnie, and I went out to dinner (laughs) with somebody... I, I would keep a limit of three, maybe six months on a relationship. And when they started getting serious, I'd be like, uh-uh. Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. Really? Yep. You can't spend the night. I don't want to spend the night at your house. Mm-mm.
0: No, I've you- got a question. And okay. I know this
1: is going a little
0: off of our podcast topic, but would you want, want that for just like the companionship? Or are you at the age now to where... You can take boom boom or leave it. Would you do you think you'd be like, okay, I need the physical touch from a man and all that, or it would just be just a man companion, just somebody to go out with and eat dinner and chit chat, or would you want to bow, chicka, bow, bow?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean. If I went out on a date, it would be more for companionship. If it led to, wow, a wow, wow. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, we could do that too. But I would, it would, it, my thing would be as soon as that's over, you got to go. You got to go. Because
0: no strings attached, nobody catches you No strings stealing.
1: attached. Yeah, I don't so, want nobody laying there cuddling or nothing like that. You got to go.
0: <laughs> so, do you think you'd be able to have a male companion and do, chick a bow, bow when you want it? and not have strings attached, like, mentally, would you be able to do that? See, I don't think I could. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to to be, be with, you know, like, Lord forbid if something happened, you know, to Jason, I don't think I could be in another, like, physical relationship like that and if i was i don't think i could do it with no strings attached but for me it is easy for some women but it's really easy for men you, yeah. we, we're we gonna make a podcast that you
1: know we're gonna talk about this on but see, I have, you gotta realize my dad raised me so i have more of a men's mentality when it comes to stuff like
0: yeah, that. yeah no that's that's true your dad your dad raised you that's hey, right he had
1: a lot of influence on me i just i would but that's want,
0: good I, though that makes you yeah. stronger
1: it does, and and like I said, if a man, if, if let's say I had somebody like that, and a man started saying, you know, I'm really getting to where I start, I'm start, i starting to care about you, I would ghost the fuck out of him.
0: Really? Fuck
1: yeah. Don't
0: oh care my about God. me. Don't care about oh, me. You either. know, I so to see you doing that, like, because you were so badass, I could see you being like, voice moving, Yeah,
1: yeah, let me tell you, I ghosted the fuck out of Carl today. Carl Carl. <laughs> we done named him Carl. I know. I I know I Mr. Don't know Ronnie why. he's gonna be on my Facebook looking up every fucking Carl I know.
0: <laughs> I, Mr. Ronnie, I made that name up. It just come to mind. What's I'm so funny all, is it's all. my daughter in
1: law my daughter in law's dad's name's Carl.
0: No uh, oh
1: my <laughs> gosh.
0: We're not talking about you, Mr. Carl, okay? We're not talking about you, Brittany, We're talking about imaginary Carl.
1: Brittany, it's not your dad. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, um, you, you go, girl. We got off the subject a little bit. That's all right. That's fun to do sometimes.
0: That it is. It is. Um. So I got a bunch, a bunch more phobias. But I know we both also have a top, um, a top five list. Do you want to name some more phobias, or do you want to start with our our most common.
1: Let's just wrap this up. We'll we might do another show talking about some more of them, but we did want to share with you the top ten most yeah. phobias. And you hit it with the top five there, Holly.
0: Okay, so my top five is number one is social phobia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, being in like a, a crowd of people it triggers anxiety for a lot of a lot of people. Um, just that social fear. They want to just be one on one and not, you know, with a group of people. Um, I will have to say, even though I work in the public, I have a little bit of social phobia. Mm-hmm. But mine is more um I'll give you a perfect example, like when 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 our family was really big before everybody started dropping off and dwindling. Um, and we would have like big Christmases and big Thanksgivings and weddings and things like that. I loved getting together with my family. I did. But so many of us, it wouldn't give me anxiety.
1: Mm-hmm. And I would have
0: to step outside away from the crowd to just mentally get myself back together and calm myself down. And I don't know why, because I love everybody and nobody mm-hmm. would be doing anything. It just I think that comes hand in hand with my claustrophobic that because I'm very very claustrophobic, and when mm-hmm. you're in a room and you've got like a hundred family members right there, and you just feel like the walls
1: are kind of closing in, so I think that runs mm-hmm. neck and neck for me. You might um, have that one phobia, the sin syn- of where you have fear
0: relatives. Oh, uh, oh, that could be that could be. You're <laughs> right about that. And y'all number two that made the list was the uh, tribe. Uh, Phobia that Bridget was showing us the pictures of the fear of circles of clusters that made number two on the list. Um, number three is ad, adichophobia, if I'm saying that right, which is a fear of failure. Mm-hmm. I can understand that too because nobody likes to fail, but failing is a part of life and it's how you learn and how you grow. Just mm-hmm. because you fail at something. Does not make you a failure. You just get you just get back up and you keep trying and trying again. I think um, you have this next
1: one.
0: Yeah, this one is me hands down. Bridget will tell you. Like uh, this woman knows me pr- probably better than I know myself. And it is thanatophobia, or how would you say that, Bridget? How would you?
1: Yeah, I'd say it? I'd say thanatophobia Uh
0: thanatophobia and what that is is the fear of death i Mm -hmm. am terrified i am petrified of death and not just
1: for yourself with other people right yeah it's not
0: just on me like when when you start talking about like Things that happen in your family, and you like, oh, I'm gonna be like this when my how my dad was, and like with his kidneys, there's just stuff like that. I'm like, no, nope, 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 no, nope. I'm like, no, you're not, no, you're not. So it's not just about myself; it's about it's about my my family and the people I care about. I'm I'm constantly, cause yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> Y'all might laugh at me, cause my family does laugh at me sometimes. I pray. They don't like because I pray, but I pray at night. And you know when you pray, you go down your list of people who you want God to watch over and protect and and stuff like that. Mine's a mile long. I'm naming this person and that person and this person and that person, and my list can go on for so long I end up falling asleep.
1: Do you put? <laughs> do, you, do you name your pets?
0: Yep, I name Ruger,
1: oh. Riggs.
0: Anybody that I love and care about, (laughs) they have to be in there. And I think that's a little bit of my OCD as well, because I can't leave somebody out. Because if I do, I'll go back and say, oh, my God, I forgot to say this person, this person, that person. But that's just just how I've always been. I've always been like that. Um, And then the last one, number five, is called No Nosophobia which is a fear of developing a disease, which is another phobia that I have because we can't see the inside of our bodies. We have to rely on x-rays and MRIs, you know, CAT scans and all this stuff. So because it's the unknown, well, unseen and a little unknown, i That's one of my biggest fears, too, is like, oh my God, what if I got this going on with this body part or this body part and and I think that's probably why I do go to the doctor as much as I do to get everything checked yeah. and stuff like that um that's definitely another another fear that I have, but yes, the fear of developing a disease, yep,
1: now she said last one she meant last of her five because I've got the continuous. yeah of just, six, I got 16. top five,
0: she's got another top five.
1: Yeah, and the other most common fear is arachnophobia, which is the fear of spiders. Who? Me. I got that. Yep. And vehophobia, which is the fear of driving. Okay. I got fear of driving at night sometimes. Do you think that
0: was the same or it would probably be different because it's nighttime?
1: Might be different because it's nighttime. I think a lot of people have that, and it's probably just because you're afraid of like I've heard you say, Oh, deer's gonna jump out, or yeah, good, you know, something like that. And then you have claustrophobia, the fear of closed spaces, and that's me, I do have that too. And we can't even go through an MRI machine without being sedated.
0: Oh, wow,
1: acrophobia, which is the fear of heights, I have that, me too.
0: I've never been on a roller coaster. Wait, have you been on a roller coaster?
1: Oh yeah, I go on roller coasters all the time. I like that thrill. I like that thrill, but I'm still. Oh my god, how are you able to do that? I I do like it. I do like it. And being up that high doesn't freak you out? It does, but I love it. But you just overcome it. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) I've always wanted to try and overcome that fear, so I can just say, for once, I was on a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, and then you got aerophobia, which is the fear of flying.
0: Me, I've never flown.
1: How how about
0: it? I've never flown before.
1: got got quite a few of them.
0: I know. um, There is one phobia that I do want to mention that I think that my husband has. What's
1: that?
0: Yeah, you've all heard the devastating news that I always say on our podcast, how he does not take the trash out. Well, my husband, and I hate to say it, but he is a trash can of phobia. And what that is, is you all know, is a fear of taking out the trash. He's got trash can phobia. (laughs) Jason, it is a real phobia, but bitch, you got to overcome it and step up your game and get through it and dump this damn trash. That's all I'm going to say
1: on that note y'all i hope you learned if you have a phobia or not you might have realized that you got one you didn't think you had uh, but we hope you've enjoyed this podcast and Holly you take us out
0: um y'all we just want to let y'all know we're doing uh two series um one is confessions where you can email us at bridget and holly at gmail.com we are also doing an advice column ask bridget and Holly where if you've got any trouble any problems you just need, you know, just a shoulder to cry on and need some, you know, grounded advice, somebody outside the box, outside the situation that could sit there and, and, you know, help you and, and try and rationalize things with you. Send us an email. You will rename, uh, you will be um, anonymous. We will have a code name for you if you don't, cut enough. I box that all up, y'all.
1: You will re- rename. Rename, you
0: will be known. You you will be, you you (laughs) know, I was trying to say,
1: remain, remain,
0: remain (laughs) unanimous, anonymous, not unanimous. God, we're about to make it unanimous that this damn podcast episode is about to be over. But yeah, we are also on Spotify. Don't forget, if you have not yet subscribed, not yet hit that uh, notification bell thingy up there, do it. Tune in every Tuesday. Every Friday for new episodes that will air at 11 p.m. And on that note, we love y'all so very much. Thank you for tuning in.